Hello, all sentient beings, and welcome to the Transmissions Podcast, where we talk all Hasbro, Takara, and third party. Transformers! On this episode of Transmissions, we say cheese as Canon and Takara Tommy team up to reveal a new camera, Optimus Prime, and Reflector. New Age Toys gets extra mileage out of their third party RC mold, and Dr. Wu gives us a new take on G1 Slam Dance. Today is Wednesday, August 17th, 2022, and this is episode 499 of Transmissions. Welcome to Transmissions, the podcast that swears we declassified those Donatrion-exclusive shows. I'm your host, Charles, a.k.a. Big C, and I'm joined by the excellent Transmissions team, Jeremy, a.k.a. Yakko. Hey, how's it going? And Daryl, the Cybertronian Beast. Hello. Let's talk Transformers. As always, we start off the show by thanking our Donatrions, those lovely people who support us on Patreon and PayPal. Thank you all so much for continuing to help us out and continuing to help keep the show going. We really appreciate it. And if you'd like to become a Donatrion, just go to transmissionspodcast.com slash support. That's where you can sign up and get all the perks that come with it. This week, we have the next episode of our Transformers Live Play RPG podcast, Empire of Rust, episode 82 carapace in the mist and so this is available to everyone on the free feed transmissionspodcast.com slash rust just came out monday august 15th so should already be in your feed you should have access and be able to listen so enjoy uh another thing that should have gone up a couple weeks ago but we just kind of forgot about it (laughs) sorry about that uh but we've got our deck building video the transformers deck building game video that uh, myself jeremy dr pants and mike did and and mike edited the whole video so uh you know we want to get it out and make sure everyone gets a chance to see it it's a four-part video we'll be putting up one part each day this week so you actually should already have parts one two and three available right now and then part four will be up tomorrow so uh check out the transformers deck building card game we played it. Uh, we played a virtual version using Tabletop Simulator online, and uh, Mike set up the game for us and guided us through it. So it's a really fun experience. We had a good time, and uh, we want to share it with everyone. So uh, apologies for it, you know, teasing it a few weeks ago and then not putting it out. But now you should actually have it and be able to enjoy it. So take a look. Let us know what you think. And uh, we've got more special uh, episodes coming up. We've got another uh, Let's Talk Transformers with Daryl. So, Daryl, why don't you tell us about the next exciting episode in this series? Yeah. So uh, I'm just uh, really having a good time chatting with some uh, some Transformers fans and uh, some people in the um, the fandom and the community that are, are really, um, uh, well, influential as well. And uh this uh, this time we're we're gonna chat with uh, Ant from tfu.info. So uh, he has been on the podcast before, and I reached out and said, "Hey, uh, you know, you want to uh, have a chat and just uh, you know uh, do an extended little interview kind of thing?" And he's like, "Oh, of course." So yeah, we uh, we we chatted a bit and got into uh, some other things that uh, we generally wouldn't have talked about on the regular show. So. Uh, you know, he's, uh, as we've joked about before, he has won Emmy awards. So we talked about that and he's big into baseball. Uh, I am not. So we discussed the, uh, validity of the sport of baseball and, and (laughs) why it, uh, you know, is, is such a a big sport. Um, and, and not go to a Toronto baseball game. Oh, I did. I did. Yeah, but uh, you know, doesn't mean I don't think it's uh, it shouldn't be a sport. So you know, it. Uh, <laughs> so you know, we uh, we we talked about that, you know, and and those kind of things. Hey, if if you can complete an entire game of your sport and not break a sweat, I don't think you're an athlete. So yeah, <laughs> wow, that <laughs> takes. Yep. Um. So we we uh, we had a chat about about that and. Uh, yeah, and so we talked about that versus uh, versus hockey, a real sport. So, uh, and then we got into, uh, of course, Transformers. <laughs> 
Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought I thought the uh, you know getting mildly political on this show would be a problem, but uh, <laughs> Daryl's just going to piss off every baseball fan in the universe. So you know. <laughs> well, I mean, it's only you know it's only really North America and uh, and some South American countries. So it's uh, I'm, I'm okay with it. I can deal with it. <laughs> and Japan, where Transformers well, come from? That's true. Japan too. This is yeah, a little bit of Japan. <laughs> I think a lot of Japan. <laughs> I think they like baseball over there. <laughs> I'm I'm feeling pretty good over here though. I'm I'm okay. I'm, I'm, <laughs> if if I if I got a fight, if I got uh baseball players and hockey players to fight, I mean I I'm going to take the hockey player side every time. <laughs> but you're creating the conditions to make a fight. I don't think hockey players are sitting around saying, "Yeah, I hate baseball. Let's go beat them up." <laughs> I think we we could ask some hockey players. I think, <laughs> but uh, it's I think Ant and I had a really good discussion and uh, and we we talked about uh, you know the pros and cons of each sport and and, and that kind of thing and and uh, you know we really don't break any new ground here, but uh, we have a fun discussion. Very cool. Yeah. So that will be coming out this Thursday. So tomorrow. So as you're listening to this, this comes out on Wednesday. So tomorrow. You can check out Daryl's next episode of Let's Talk Transformers featuring Ant from TFU.info. And it may be my last. (laughs) (laughs) So I sit here and talk with uh, two baseball fans. (laughs) Well, I'm not not a big, I'm not a baseball fan, but I just, I just enjoy, (laughs) I I enjoy uh, stirring the pot, but yeah, I, I I actually, Daryl, I actually, I kind of agree that baseball is quite boring. So, yeah, okay, so, good. You know. <laughs> Great. <laughs> it is a sport where you can go and just have a good time with your friends, and occasionally watch a watch and see what the score is. <laughs> Why pay for that? It doesn't mean anything. It's just uh, anyway. That's that's we're gonna talk. I'm gonna talk with Ant about that, and you can hear it on Thursday. It's uh, it was a fun discussion. All right, and as we get closer to episode 500, uh, the big one coming up very soon, we've got some new stuff coming. Uh, we've got we've got planned uh, for our donations, and uh, Daryl, this involves you too. So, you you have something to tell us about this? Yeah. So, I mean, I have been busy. Uh, you know, we've made no secret of that. Uh, you know, uh, I may have, uh, you know, not been doing a lot, you know, in the real world, but in the podcast sphere, I have been keeping myself quite busy. And so I got together and myself and Dr. Pants, um, you know, started tossing around some ideas of, you know, maybe, you know, as the two toy guys, maybe we can do something together because the other two guys really don't respect our, uh, you know, our toy collecting habits. And uh, so we thought, you know what, maybe we should do a toy show, just the two of us. And uh, we thought, you know, yeah, that's a good idea. So yeah, just for Patreons, because it's just a quick little, a quick little uh, show every other week. We're going to, we're going to do something for you. And uh, it's just a Patreon exclusive show. Um, you're going to hear a lot about it on episode 500, but, uh, yeah, Patreon exclusive show. It's going to be, uh, every other week. And, uh, Dr. Pants and I have uh, already recorded, uh, quite a few of them. So, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a fun little, a fun little show as well. And, uh, it's all video. So we've done them all in video as well. So, uh, you'll be able to watch them on uh, YouTube. All right. Looking forward to it. So everyone check that out and we'll get, you'll hear more about it next week in our big giant sized episode 500. Okay. Well, we're still at episode 499, so we've got to do a regular show. So let's jump right into toys. All right. And, uh, Today, I'm going to start the show off by talking about a new Dr. Wu figure. And I guess it was last year they put out the uh, the tape combiner of, uh, I can't remember what his name was, but uh, he was the uh, the Decepticon tape combiner. And Squawk Box? That one. Yeah, that one. And so they are now Toy doing- Toy guy, right there. <laughs> yep. That's me. So they are now doing. <laughs> they are now doing the Autobot tape combiner, who is uh, Slam Dance, and they are calling him Sword Dancer. 
And so we've got a picture of the color prototype and a bunch of variants that they're doing. And frankly, I love this figure. I had the original as a, as a kid. I have it now again as an adult because I got it again. But I remember getting it as a kid, uh, the, uh, the original Slam Dance figure, and absolutely loving this figure. I just love the way that they both combined these tapes and that they would fit into Blaster as well. And just, just fantastic uh, uh, tapes. So b- having Dr. Wu recreate this thing in a scale that's going to fit into Kingdom slash Legacy Blaster uh, is really quite, really very appealing to me. Now, this is not the first time that Third Party has done uh, a, a new uh, version of Slam Dance. Uh, and it's not uh, the first time that I will be interested in getting this because I did get the previous uh, incarnation. So KFC, about eight years ago, got this and they created Jet Dancer. And that was uh, uh, their incarnation of it. And if you look at pictures of it, and uh, I can probably link in the chat to everyone who's uh, who's listening live right now. This is a, a very uh, aged poorly uh, version of this figure. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, so you can take a look and see how KFC did it eight years ago, but the, the new version by Dr. Wu just looks phenomenal. And I am very, very interested in seeing, uh, you know, how this one looks and the likelihood that I'm going to get this is quite high. I, I am very, uh, very interested in this. The variance that they are doing is a all black version. So both uh, both halves are going to be black and um and it looks actually really good in all black um you would never know that it's it's two separate tapes or two different pieces um and then the other one that they have is a uh, an entire military deco and uh so it uh, is like a green uh and black uh deco for it so it's being called um I guess, uh, yeah, so it's uh, Traveler, Traveler Plane, and Patriot Tank are the two halves of this one. And uh, so it's uh, it's very cool. Um, I guess that's the name of both halves anyway for all three versions, but uh, it's just the, the deco's different. Um, I'm trying to see. They had a, a, a specific deco for, for this, uh, but I'm just trying to see where it is. I guess it's just, they're just calling it uh, green, but... That doesn't matter. It I, I did see it somewhere in maybe a Facebook post or something like that where it was actually um, like a military deco, but uh, it doesn't matter. It's a it's a very cool looking deco, and um, but uh, if you are interested in getting uh, this uh, this sword dancer, it, it should be available uh, very soon from uh, one of your uh, online outlets that you like. So yeah, uh, Jeremy, uh, I know that you have gotten some of these Doctor Wu uh, figures in the past. Um, what are your thoughts on sword dancer? I, I think this looks really cool. Um, I also had the figure as a kid and I really like it. And I, I love that they are sticking with the, the new, um, like, um, legacy size class for the tapes. So they're compatible. So that that's awesome. And these just look like a lot of fun. Um, the only real complaint I have is the, chest plate in the combined mode is very bland and mm-hmm. you know I'm, I'm sure there's going to be a toy hack set for it i assume so and yeah that i mean that's really it it the the alt modes look good um i, I guess also the the legs are very gappy um it, it's kind of what you can do or what you have to do but i wish they would have done it where the legs would have been rotated around so the gaps would have been in the back but i don't know it's a good looking figure otherwise um i guess it pair of figures um they they none of these companies can figure out uh, a word to use instead of dancer though <laughs> that, yeah. that just seems very weird i mean you know there's so many other kinds of dancer dances you can figure out something but whatever i mean th- this also is something that i will probably look at getting um it, it seems like a very fun figure mm-hmm. yeah the um the previous uh one they're um their squawk box uh, was uh, they called it uh, chatter. So if uh, if anyone out there is looking it is for squawk it, talk, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's a great um, great new name. Yeah, the uh, and the price of it uh, just if we're going by history here it was twenty five bucks. So even if you want to work in some kind of inflation or some kind of you know 
BS like that, add five bucks. This is this is crazy affordable. Like really, I don't understand why you know something this that looks this good is so cheap. Um, but uh, I'm all over this thing. Like yeah, I'm getting it. Uh, Charles, um, s- rumor has it you still you still collect and and have a you know a massive collection of uh, of cassette tapes you know, that you tend to play in your vintage car stereo that, uh, you know, does still play cassettes. Um, what are your thoughts on this? I must warn you, these are not real cassettes. Uh, does that, uh, does that, you know, bother you at all? Does that, uh, you know, hinder any potential purchase? Well, you know, I kind of destroyed all my cassette players because I kept trying to shove my transformer cassettes into them and they oh. never worked. So, yeah, you know. that would be, that would be bad. <laughs> um but uh yeah i actually so slam dance is one of the cassettes i never had as a kid so it that does look really cool i I did like it both both the the slam dance and squawk box i thought were cool ideas of combining cassettes that combined uh into a larger robot but i sadly just never got them as a kid um this one looks good although i agree with jeremy that the the chest looks rather plain and also the tape modes look very untapish. They just look like, you know, kind of, you know, sure. re- rect- rectangular bits there. <laughs> so, I mean, they really, they are, they are really in need of a sticker set, a toy hack sticker set. Yeah. Um, so particularly the, the red and blue, like the original red and blue color scheme. I really like the black color scheme. I think that one looks better than the, the, um, the other two. It mm-hmm. looks pretty sharp. And, yeah. Yeah, and I think uh yeah, I if if I I might I might pick that over the other two molds. Like I I know, you know, generally I'd like to go with something that represents the you know, the G1 color scheme, but I think the black color scheme here looks really really nice. Mm-hmm. Um so I might go for that. Um Cool. Yeah, but uh, these are these are good. These are these are good-looking figures. Nice. Yeah, well, that's uh, that's pretty much it. I just uh, I wanted to talk about the fact that these are out, or these are coming out. They're in uh, they're in their final stages of prototyping and uh, likely being uh, being you know constructed now. So uh, start looking for these things to start showing up in your uh, in your potential pre-orders. So yeah, and uh, yeah, they're going to be really cheap. So they're likely going to go pretty fast. Uh, but that's it. That's all I had this week. Jeremy, you're up. All right. Uh, the first thing is. An announcement of something that happened yesterday, August 16th, that because of our recording schedule, just letting everyone know, we are aware that Hasbro Pulse uh, announced a a Transformers fan stream for Tuesday, August 16th. So we will be talking about it next week on episode 500 because we can't predict the future. So I'm sure everything that they have announced is awesome and cool and can't wait to see it or have seen it. Uh, what I am going to talk about this week is a couple uh, color prototypes of redecos and retools of New Age H40H Machine Minch, which is their Legend Scale G1RC. Uh, this one is the H48C Christine and H48S Sif, and they are Legend Scale Alita 1 and Solus Prime, respectively. And I think the robot modes on these both look really good. The vehicle mode is just RC in different colors. And I mean, it's a shame, but it, with RCs, most more often than not, that's what you're going to get. But I mean, on the, the robot modes, um, the Alita one, I guess the Christine one, the paint job looks nice. Uh, it's, it's pink. The head, the head sculpt looks really good uh, with, you know, Alita one's helmet and everything. I, I really like that. Um, I think the the standout though is the Sith or the the Solus Prime. Uh, she comes with the hammer, and the, the paint job lo- just looks really sharp with the purples and the grays and um, the yellows in there. And I don't know how many Solus Primes we've had in general, but I mean this is cool. Uh, not a character we really have heard a lot about in you know the last few years. So uh, nice seeing her with the hammer. The hammer is a a great accessory um you know just to have there and i think they did a really good job with it so um daryl let's start with you what do you think about these two um like redecos of their rc i think they look good 
yeah the uh, i think you're right about uh solus prime there's not uh, there's not many if any uh solus prime figures um and uh their their mold for rc is really good and any kind of uh you know kind of reuse of it is uh, is you know a good uh, a good way to kind of get uh, some extension from that mold um so you know uh perhaps the uh, alita one is you know a little too you know uh rc ish because it's it's yeah, very pink or... yeah yeah um but uh, i i really do like the uh the sif one it uh, it looks really good um yeah there's a there's a lot that can be done with this mold uh you know it does it's a bit of a shame that that you know they just uh, that it is an RC mold that just kind of gets repurposed as all the rest of these the rest of the female characters. Um, but uh, you know to kind of see that it is such a really like a great mold, um, and then being used for Solus Prime is uh, is pretty pretty awesome. Um, but uh, yeah, I I honestly I cannot think of another another figure of Solus Prime. Hmm. Yeah, and another thing I just noticed about the, the difference between. The two Solus Prime has this like waist piece that mm-hmm. is very unique, whereas like like you said, the I mean, there's not that much difference in the um, Elite One, yeah, from the RC. Uh, Charles, I know that you're big into the lore and the um, you know the thirteen primes. Would you be interested in getting a um, Solus Prime? It is a cool looking figure. I do like the fact that she comes with her hammer. I think that. The waist piece is supposed to mimic like the blacksmith apron that mm. uh, you wear when you're, you know, when you're working with metal and you don't want all the sparks to like burn your body when you're when you're hammering out the, you know, at a forge or whatever. Um, so that's a cool little detail. I think um, I think the most we've seen of Solus Prime has been on the terrible, terrible Power of the Primes animated show, the web show. Um because that was like, I think a subplot of that was that Megatronus, the Fallen, was trying to resurrect Solus Prime because that, like, he was in love with her and he had accidentally yeah. killed her. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think you're right, Daryl, that there hasn't been a toy of Solus Prime yet. I mean, I guess, I guess you could count the the Prime Masters, the little, the little, you know, yeah, yeah, little figure things. I, mean, <laughs> I don't count. <laughs> You shouldn't, <laughs> but but yeah, I should mention it, I guess. Um, but I, I really like the Alita One figure too. I mean, I, I definitely it's it's unfortunate that it's it's kind of just a repurposed RC mold. So the vehicle mode is kind of yeah, it's just an RC vehicle mode. But the robot mode I really like for Alita One. I think it's really close to the animation model, like especially the head sculpt. So I, I think that's a that you know that looks good i would uh uh but yeah i mean i think this this originally is an rc figure so probably if if i had to pick one i'd start with the rc figure but um but yeah i think all three of these are are really cool so um yeah this is this is a really well done mold so i think they're they're trying to get their get the most out of it yeah cool well that is what i got this week charles what do you have all right so uh We've got another crossover coming. Uh, you know, we've in the last couple of years we've had a lot of Transformers crossovers with lots of different things, uh, different uh, properties. You know, different different uh, you know cultural icons. And now, uh, in Takara Takara Tomi is crossing cross crossing over Transformers with Canon. Canon, the like, makers like of. Uh, no, not that canon, <laughs> and not not the uh, you know not the continuity canon, <laughs> but uh, the makers of cameras because because <laughs> in twenty twenty two what you need is a digital camera right because you don't <laughs> no one has a camera on their phone or anything. Um, I just got a new one last year. Oh okay. yeah, okay. <laughs> Way to ruin the joke, Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> That's my job. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so Canon is putting out a, uh, or not, I guess Takara Tomi is putting out these, the transforming figures. It's an Optimus Prime that transforms into a Canon digital camera. It's an EOS R5 camera. 
Uh, and they're doing, I mean, and because, you know, it would be stupid to do a, tr- a transforming camera and not do reflector, they did not do that. They did put reflect, they did make reflector also a variant. So you're not just getting, it's not just Optimus Prime, you also get a reflector variant. And it's pretty much the same mold, just uh, with, you know, the the tooling and head sculpt being reflector. So it's a and that's I'm I'm particularly interested in the reflector one because he comes he comes with a little mini camera that he holds that separates into three pieces. They don't transform, but I mean it's a nice touch for reflector here. The reflector one is actually a Takara Tomy Mall exclusive and that's going to set you back 19,800 yen, which is about uh, $147. Uh the Optimus Prime, I think you can you can get uh, you can just get it. You can pre-order it online. It's 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 retail and it's Amazon JP has it. Okay, yeah, so you can get it. You can get it through Amazon Japan. But uh, the one the one you probably actually want is the reflector one that you can only get through the Takara Tomy Mall. Uh, but um, these are, I mean, this. I don't know why. I like. I I, I don't under, I don't know where this is coming from. Like what. <laughs> What uh, maybe maybe Canon is as wants to I guess get some get some uh, additional advertising in Japan to beef up their digital camera market, but uh, yeah, I mean it's it's interesting to see <laughs> to see another Transformers crossover. I mean, uh, Japan has been focused on like the product crossovers, I guess, as opposed to the um, you know like movie franchise cross- crossovers we've done in in the states. Um, so this is a like we had I think we had we had the PlayStation and Sega the, the Sega Genesis slash Mega Drive uh, Transformers a few years ago, and there's there's been a couple other examples of uh, of Transformer products, but yeah, this is a this is an interesting one, and yeah, I, I, it's a it's a little bit expensive, but uh, it's still I, I think it, it just looks neat the the ref, particularly the reflector one. The Optimus one, it's it's a little weird. I mean, and he's got a Optimus has got still got a Matrix in his chest, just hanging out there, uh, which is which is also kind of weird. But uh, Daryl, what do you think of this Canon Transformers crossover? Um, hmm. it's I, I I'm not a huge fan of it. I'm glad that you mentioned the uh, the 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 Mega Drive and the PlayStation ones because yeah, this is in the this is in the vein of those. Um, when I first saw this, I thought, what the hell is the collaborative project even like the collaborative line even doing now? Um, but this is not the collaborative line. This is, this is something, this is the Takara, you know, Takara people doing their own thing. So, um, you know, for those of you out there, you know, thinking this is, I got to get this because I'm getting all the collaborative stuff. You can avoid this. This is not the collaborative stuff. So, um, this is the... (laughs) This is dumb. Like, I mean, I don't, I don't like it. If it. This is, this is for people who are really big into digital cameras and really big into transformers. This is, this is the nichest niche thing that you can get. And this is why I, I'm, I'm happy you mentioned the other, the other two things too, because, um, where video games probably have a, you know, a more, uh, closer relationship with transformers, um, Cameras are a little bit further away, but there's still, there's a lot of photogs out there that have, you know, transformer collections. Um, the, the, the figure itself looks, looks decent enough. I just, I can't get over the fact that the lens doesn't do anything. It's just huge in the chest of, of the figure. You know, it's just, you know, these arms pop out from the sides, the legs pop out from, uh, from the bottom and, Hello, there's my head as well, you know, underneath the cannon, you know, <laughs> flash, but you know, and you just take off, you know, you just transform the lens a little bit and, you know, there you go. And it's just, it just hangs out there. You know, it, it looks like the easiest transformer toy to, to transform in the world. Um, I, I, uh, I, 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 I want to like the effort, but it looks like they've put no effort into this whatsoever. So I don't, I can't, I can't like it. Um, I like Canon <laughs> cameras. I really do. I like Canon cameras. They make good product, 
this particular one, the EOS 5 or P5 or R5, it's R5, yeah. The EOS R5 is actually a really good camera. And, uh, but this, this figure just looks terrible, you know? And the, the matrix out right out front like that, like Prime can't even, like the figure couldn't even grab his own matrix if he wanted to. He, you know, it's too far out. It, I don't know. It's just, I'm, I'm bothered by the, the, sheer physics of this thing you know it just looks stupid mm-hmm. so yeah i'm glad that they did a reflector version because it needed to happen um you know but even that one it still looks dumb so yeah it's <laughs> uh the and then they swapped out the the matrix for this what they're calling a quantum dial which is just a phone dial made out of gold i guess so whatever and the it has way more than 10 digits on it so I guess that makes it quantum. <laughs> <laughs> so whatever. I mean, to each his own. I'm not, I'm not here to tell you that you can't, you shouldn't get this because it's stupid, but it's stupid. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm glad it's not part of the collaborative line because that thing, that, that line's got its own problems right now. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think this was, I think this was probably Canon saying, okay, we want you to, to make our camera a transformer because we're trying to market this and you have this budget. So there's not much you can do at that point. <laughs> and mm-hmm. Probably Takara's engineers are like, well, I guess this is what we can do. And, and probably Takara, I mean, I'm, I'm sure someone at Takara was like, well, you know, we already have, we have a camera in reflector. So can we make it a reflector? And they're like, well, but Optimus Prime is the most popular transformer, right? So really we need an Optimus Prime here, right? Can we do an Optimus Prime? And I'm I'm guessing that's that's probably how the, how the conversation went. You down. probably also don't want your brand associated solely with a bad guy. Yeah, I guess. Right. That's well, true. that's how Japan goes, right? They're it's yeah. hero hero first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they're they they are uh, they are definitely biased against bad guys there. <laughs> well, I mean, we should all be right. <laughs> But bad guys are always the coolest guys. <laughs> well, Jeremy, uh, what do you think of these? Are, are you as uh, as anti anti canon transformer as Daryl is? I mean, I- I'm anti canon. I'm a Nikon guy, so okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean it, they make good cameras. I just I don't know for whatever reason I fell into the Nikon. But the I, I want to give these credit because when they are in the camera. Uh, form it is you cannot tell that it was a transformer i mean because they're black it, it hides the like all the panel marks and everything pretty well but the robot modes are just horrible it's just you're it's a camera wearing bits of a transformer it's not a transformer that turns into a camera and if if they had done something better with the midsection or really just the upper half of the figures it would be a better you know, a better figure, just having that huge lens in the middle and basically two thirds of the camera just sitting there with the head popping out and arms popping out. It's just an awful transformer in my opinion. Um, and, and it's a shame because we know they can do amazing things with transformations these days, but I'm sure Canon wanted to have their stuff front and center. And I mean, if you look at, uh, like a few years ago, we got the, um, Optimus Prime battery pack from Hascon. Uh, I got mm-hmm. one of those, and that's actually a good transformer. I mean, it's you can tell when it's in alt mode that it's a battery pack and it actually works, which is another thing it has over this. Um, when you transform it into the Optimus Prime mode, you cannot tell that. It, I mean, it, it looks like Optimus Prime. They could have done something similar to with this, I'm sure, and also with the way the camera sensors are these days you can't tell me that they couldn't work out some cheap low res digital camera to put in there you know i don't see why they couldn't do that and they're already charging a premium it would just be one more thing to get people to get into the canon brand so i i give them maybe a um like an eight for idea four for execution and I don't know. I'm sure there are people that are going to get it and going to love it, but it's just, it's not for me. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. So it's definitely a curiosity, but yeah, maybe, maybe miss the mark a little bit, but 
I don't know, maybe maybe it'll sell in Japan and and Canon will be happy that they got some, you know, additional uh, advertising in Japan and then their they'll see a bump in their camera sales there. I don't know. But uh, that's my topic and that's all our toy discussion for this episode. So let's move on to trips to the store. This is where we show off all the cool Transformer stuff we got this week. We do this as a video so you can see everything we got in beautiful high definition on our YouTube channel. So uh, you can check that out there. But we will also put the audio right here in the podcast so you can keep listening as we describe everything we got in loving detail. So without further ado, trips to the store. The Transmissions Podcast will return after these messages. All right. Well, let's let's talk about stuff we got this week. Uh, I do not have anything uh, new this week, but <laughs> this is another. Uh, this is something from TFCon. I picked this up. Uh, I got it actually from Daryl. It's actually not mine, <laughs> but I'm I'm kind of just the uh, the courier for Daryl. Uh, you still and this have is for this thing. Our- <laughs> I still, yeah, I, I haven't, I haven't gotten a chance to meet up with the with our good friend Jimmers, uh, Jimmers of uh, DistortionProductions.com. Uh, he's you know awesome rocker, music producer, friend of the show, uh, and Daryl picked up the uh, Transformers 2019 number one, the metal variant cover. Uh, so uh, I got to deliver this to Jimmers. Jimmers, if you're if you're watching, I've got it. I've, I'm gonna get it to you. Just uh, we got to meet up. Uh, maybe downtown one day for lunch, and uh, I'll hand this over to you. Uh, but yeah, this is a and, and uh, this is a this is a cool. Uh, it's a, it's a cool. Uh, you know, takes me yeah. back to the '90s when we had the foil variants. Uh, but this is a, this pr- looks is pretty substantial, and it's actually numbered. This is number sixty five, sixty five of seven hundred and fifty. So mm-hmm. it's a pretty uh, you know pretty nice book. Uh, Jimmer's Jimmer's is I think he's collecting all the IDW Transformers covers. He's trying to get every single one, so this will add to his collection. So, mm-hmm. uh, but bought, yeah, this I is I bought one of those for myself too. And you've never been more scared when you're trying to turn the open open the cover because it's only the front cover that's metal and it's like glued to the the front the regular front cover so it's way more heavy than the rest of it so if you make one you know misstep you're tearing it and it's you know i i was terrified opening this this book up i wonder if you get that graded would it be a 10 because there's no real way to damage you'd think <laughs> yeah it's a it's got to be a 9 8 Although if yeah. it's got a scratch on it or something like that, right? Yeah, mm. but yeah. It, it's a cool, it's a cool, you know, curio for any kind of collection. Yeah, definitely. So, Jimmers, I'll get it to you. This, so you'll you'll get it soon. It's coming to you soon. All right, uh, that's all I got. So, uh, Jeremy, you're up next. All right, uh, I was in Target this afternoon, actually, um, getting getting some stuff and I happened across the transformer section and I got a transformer, but I also was getting some, some dog treats and I saw this and I couldn't not get this. <laughs> this is a Optimus prime dog toy. It, it make it squeaks. It's got like a plastic bottle in there. It crinkles. <laughs> and my, my dog does not play with toys, but it was still an excuse to get this little <laughs> Optimus prime. So, yep. I'll, it's for I'll the co- dog, honey. It's really for the dog. Yeah. <laughs> the kid says we just need to cover it in peanut butter. Then the dog will play with it. And yep. Yep. It was only ten dollars, but I'm not gonna. But what I did get in the Transformers aisle was something I've been wanting to get for a while, and finally got him. This is Legacy Blaster. Oh, nice. He is a lot of fun. Um, transformation is a little bit of a pain, in my opinion, um, where the the leg comes across the arm on his right arm doesn't, it's not as easy to kind of click into place as it is on the left side. Hmm. But other than that, I mean, he looks good. You know, he has eject the trans translucent eject. So I think he looks really good. Um, no real complaints. And this is the legacy version. Um, so yeah, I guess one complaint, he, he's really small blaster. He's really big, but whatever. So that is what I got. Hmm. Cool. All right, uh, Daryl, you're up next. 
Bring us okay. here, taking the anchor position, as I always. Got, <laughs> I got my anchor position back, yeah. Um, so the one thing I've got is uh, um, one thing I've shown off before, but the other thing is something that uh, you got me for from TFCon. So I've got my uh, my deluxe run amok, and uh, I, I was really happy to get this thing. Uh, and uh, I've kept it sealed because I didn't know what I was, you know, what I was going to do with it. And then you were able to pick me up runabout. So I've got my deluxe runabout now. And uh, so now I've got the two little bash brothers to, uh, to kind of put together, uh, you know, combine, like they don't really combine, but they're just, you know, put them side by side and uh, they just, they look great. Uh, the card art, you know, if you've, or the box art is identical. They just kind of changed it up. Um, and uh, that's fine. I don't mind that at all. The, the the run amok or sorry the runabout is an exclusive so uh, I don't expect them to do a lot of work uh, to uh, to just make an exclusive they just you know uh, you know make the uh, the color changes on the box and then you know package them up uh, so I was really but happy no to... humans are rimps anywhere nope <laughs> but yeah he uh, he looks great and I actually I like the black and red uh, color palette more than the the white and uh, gold I guess yeah. Um, but the big, the big purchase for this week, um, I had pre-ordered this and uh, and decided I was gonna skip it. So I pre-ordered it and I got the call saying it came in. And at the time, uh, you know, I, I decided I don't think I'm gonna pick this thing up. I'm kind of hesitant on it. And uh, and then I was at the comic book shop and they got they got some in. So I'm like I started looking at the box and thinking oh. Well, if I can get it with my, you know, my my work points, then uh, then I'll do it. So I did. Legacy Motormaster. Mm. And wow. And you've been worried about this guy. This has been a big a big worry for me. So um, on TFW 2005, there is a thread detailing the lot numbers that you can you can find for this figure. So if you turn the box around. There is a little. You want to explain why it's important. There's a little, yeah, Elf. So there's a little lo- number stamped into the box right there, and you'll never get it, you know, on the f- camera here. So just look at your box or look at the boxes uh, when you uh, are are looking to buy this thing. And uh, yeah, my the box I got is is dented. It doesn't it doesn't make a difference. It's you know the figure is actually kept about the middle, so it not a big deal. But uh, so I looked at the lot number on this thing, compared it to the thread, and. Uh, the thread said this particular lot number had no yellowing and, and that was the big concern. So, uh, there's a bunch of these figures that are showing up and they're being, they're yellowed out of the box and that is a, a big problem. So, um, I have been pretty vocal on Twitter. Guys know what Twitter is? I'm, you know, it's a, it's a social media. No. Okay. I think so. Uh, Is is that why you have that funny name under your, by your name? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so it's a, uh, I've been trying to, you know, make people aware that this, this is happening. Um, and, uh, and only recently I was made aware of this thread on TFW that, uh, was, was helping people out. So by getting a confirmation or, or semi confirmation that this lot number that I was looking at was in the, 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 the good pile, I, I said, okay, I'm going to get this thing. So I did and I got it home and, uh, it's, it's good. So, um, yeah, so there's there's no yellowing in in on mine, and it uh, it looks pretty good. The only thing, and this is the uh, another thing that's pretty common with this guy, is that you know you can see kind of here. I'll just take his arm off right now just to to work with it. But um, if I can, uh, there we go. So you can see kind of right here that the the wheels don't kind of sit flush, and and that's just. That's just the way they are. They are they are crooked. So you see them there. That's a very common problem with this figure, and um, they can be fixed with heat and, and and that kind of stuff. But this is this is like small small potatoes by comparison to the yellowing. So I yeah. was I was very happy that this was the only thing that I had to deal with. Um, but uh, but some people are getting them and it's like really super warped and they've been able to fix it. It's not a big deal. But if you got one and it's yellowed you're kind of shit out of luck. Um, you know, you gotta, you gotta kind of work with it. Uh, you kind of, you know, you can't really do anything with it. I know that, uh, Wait, is Hasbro customer support do anything? Hasbro customer support has, 
um, is reaching out to people who, uh, who want, uh, assistance. Now they, um, with regards to Hasbro customer assistance, they are, uh, going to, uh, attempt to replace your figure. Um, that being said, getting a commander class figure replaced, it may not be with a commander class motormaster. You may end up getting a Rodimus or something else of equal or lesser value. So you might, might, you know, get a motor master back, which would be ideal. And that is their plan going into this, but you may end up getting Rodimus. You may end up getting, you know, two Voyagers and a deluxe. You may end up getting, you, you're going to, they're going to get you your value back to you, but it may not be what you, you know, what you wanted. So, you know, know that going in, if you're really unsatisfied with, uh, with, with what you've got, like if you open this thing and it was, it was, you know, bumblebee yellow, you know, then, then perhaps contact them. If you can deal with what you've gotten, then, you know, then, then, you know, deal with it, but, you know, roll the dice and contact Hasbro. If you've gotten one that you're not happy with the, um, the, they're going to, 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 to help you as much as they can, but, uh, sometimes they, they just, they don't have the stock to, uh, to fix it. Now, the main issue is the yellowing and that is because of the plastic, uh, the plastic uh, composition. And we talked about this before on one of the shows, Jeremy asked the question, uh, with, uh, regards to the last, um, the last stream or the last uh, product reveals, uh, round table. And, uh, and it's, you know, they know about it. They are trying to deal with it. And, um, and this is the biggest figure that they've had come out so far that has had the issue of yellowing. Um, and it's, it has basically to do with the fact that these pro the parts used to, build the figures sit in a bin of parts and they'll sit on the, some of them have to sit on top of the pile, um, while, you know, overnight kind of thing. And they sit there while they, um, you know, overnight while the lights are shining on these bins of parts and they will, they go yellow, uh, you know, so also, I think the plastic might be a little bit different. And, and that's they it. haven't the, been able to do the on-site inspections. And that's it. That's the the chemical composition of the plastic is different. And that's why they're yellowing so quickly. So so it's it's a combination of a couple things. But uh, but they are they are looking into it. It's just unfortunate that these are these are yellowing so quickly. So um, so know that going into it. Uh, I know for me this was a a full on you know roll of the dice. You know I I, I used all the 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 tools at my disposal to, to figure out, you know, the best chances for getting a, a, a clean one. And, and now, you know, I lucked out, but, uh, you know, there are a lot of people out there that are, are not. And, and, you know, I, I really feel for those people. Um, my biggest concern, I've mentioned it numerous times on the show is that victory saber is going to be yellow. So, um, so that's, that's my, my, my main concern, but luckily I've been okay. Uh, this figure is great. Uh, I haven't actually opened my drag strip yet, but, uh, but yeah, the, uh, the joints on him are fantastic. You can hear the, the joints here. They are really nice and strong. Um, I'm, I'm quite happy with the posability. The motor master figure inside here is, is really nice. He, he's really posable. So I'm, I'm really, I'm really happy with him and he's got, there's, there's no issues, no, no points of concern at all with motor master. So yeah, I'm really, really happy with him. You know, there are already, I believe I've seen two add-on sets for, you know, Menasaur already in production one to make the sword bigger, uh, or to give him a whole new sword. Cause this is like puny, uh, and one, and another one to give him uh, a better gun. So, and there's a bunch of other little pieces that you could kind of do, um, just, just to kind of improve the figure altogether. But yeah, there's, this is, um, kind of the new way they're doing things. Um, and it, it, it looks good. It's just, it's, it's unfortunate that the first one has kind of come out and has, has all these, you know, these negatives against it. So yeah, um, you know, know this stuff going in and, uh, and, Look on uh, on TFW for that uh, that thread if you are looking to buy one because it's expensive. This was a hundred hundred almost one hundred thirty dollars Canadian to uh, to get, and uh, I'm lucky I had the 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 work points to to get it, or else I would be super super pissed if I had paid that money and uh, and it was yellow. Wow. Well, thanks for thanks for the comprehensive breakdown on uh, Motormaster and Menasaur. So. 
And uh, yeah, maybe if you can if you can uh, share that thread on TFW, maybe we'll put that in the show notes so people can get uh, yeah for sure informed as as to what lot they want to for the figure they want to get there. So, but that will do it for this episode of Trips to the Store. We now return to the Transmissions Podcast. We're back from our trips to the store, and we will move on to convention news. In convention news this week, uh, this is something that it's more of an alt mode thing, but it's big enough that it, it should be in both shows. Uh, TFCon has announced that at TFCon Chicago on Saturday, October 22nd, Peter Cullen is going to be attending. He will have some, a signing for fans and a Q&A panel. So if you have not had the chance to meet Peter Cullen, uh, be sure to take advantage of this. Um, it's uh, you you can't regret it because you know he is getting up in age. He who knows how many more conventions he's going to do. So take advantage and um, get your chance to meet him. And I'm I'm sure pricing and stuff will uh, be announced at a later date. But yeah, it's not going to be a free signing for sure. But uh, that is awesome, and that is all we have for convention news this week. All right, and uh, let's finish up the show with some feedback. Okay, so uh, we've got a little bit of voicemail from our friends at Cracktastic Plastic Podcast. So Jason uh, from the Cracktastic Plastic Podcast, who I believe they did become a Donatrion recently. So uh, thanks, guys, for listening. Uh, But let's hear what Jason has to say. Hey there, Transmissions gang. This is Jason with the Cracktastic Plastic Podcast. And I wanted to uh, first say uh, I've been listening to you guys for a couple of years now, and I love what you do. Um, I listen every week. I, lo- I love everything. So just keep it up. It's awesome. I, had a, I have this thing that bothers me a lot that I want to be able to resolve, I think. And uh, I haven't really heard you guys talk about it, so I thought I'd ask your guys you guys for your opinion. So I've been collecting Transformers my whole life. I know you guys do too. I have a tr- trouble getting rid of these boxes. I tend to keep saving these boxes. I'm doing better on taking the toys out of the box and playing with them now more than ever. But I still, once I have this empty box... I, it's so hard to throw away. I appreciate the artwork. Um, sometimes it's nice for storage reasons if you have to use it. I mean, there's tons of reasons to keep the boxes, but I have an attic completely full of giant boxes full of tiny little boxes, and I I just don't know that I need to keep them. I know that I will never sell these toys, so I don't need them for that. I don't know. How do you guys do it? Can you get rid of these boxes? What do you do? I need help. Anyway, thanks for everything. Um, you guys are great. Thanks for sending in your comment, Jason. And yeah, <laughs> that's a struggle. Um, I know. I mean, you know, you know, I'm notorious on transmissions for not even opening my toys. So I understand. Um, and I think uh, you got to just try to break it down one at a time. I mean, I'm, I've been trying to slowly, you know, to go through stuff that that you know I, and i'm you know i'm trying to to basically figure out what i really want and what i kind of just bought because i didn't want to miss out on it but then i didn't actually really want it so i'm trying to to pare down my collection and and get if if i haven't opened it in like a year it's probably something i'm not going to open so i should probably just get rid of it unless it's something that i really know i really want or something that is special to me like you know characters from the lost light comic uh, uh, the third party figures that are really detailed those are ones that i really want to keep so even if i haven't opened them yet i still want to hold hold on to them but i think it's uh i mean i know and, and you know i'm talking about the figures and the boxes but just the boxes i mean i don't know it's if you really like the artwork maybe take pictures and make a, you know, have a digital collection of all all of your, of all the pictures of your boxes. And then, you know, recycle the boxes that you think you, you, you're not really going to look at. I mean, I think a lot of the boxes that have tech specs, I think are special because they, you know, that's something that Hasbro's kind of moved away from. 
but the newer boxes, I think even though the art is cool, there's there's not a whole lot on those like the you know for War for Cybertron or Legacy. Um, you know, unless yeah, unless you're you're keeping it for the resale value. I don't know if you're I think it's I think you just have to kind of mentally put yourself in the process where uh, like maybe once a week I'll pick a pick a box to throw away <laughs> and keep going like that. If if that's your goal to try and get rid of your boxes, but I don't know. Yeah, we we need we need a, a some life coaches on on mindfulness or something to help us work through some of these some of these issues. Um, but uh, Daryl, Jeremy, do you guys have any any advice? I'm much in the same boat uh, as Jason. I'm just I have so many empty boxes, and it did come in handy when I moved, but I'm not planning on moving anytime soon now. Um, I don't. I don't know. I just, I guess it, it's like a hoarder tendency. I just can't get rid of them. But I, I did just take a quick look on eBay and particularly for G1 boxes, but even some newer stuff and some masterpiece, people are selling box only and getting decent money for them. So that might also be an option if you're happy with the figure and you decide you don't need the box, then you can sell it and get a little bit to buy another box of toys. So I, I think that would be an option. Here's a Ironhide and Prowl empty box only for War for Cybertron Earthrise sold for $18.95. So that's a recent wow. one. But G1s are, are obviously the ones that are in demand. And Daryl can probably speak to that having probably bought some. But yeah, I I have no idea what I'm going to do with mine. I just, I have a ton. I use some in my display and some are just holding the accessories that came with the figure. Well, I, I'm really bad at this too. Um, and I, I don't, the problem is, is I don't really want to get rid of them. Um, I, I really enjoy having all my boxes. Uh, so I know that when I got back into transformers, um, back in like the, you know, the early, I don't know, Oh six, Oh seven era. Um, I just knew that I was going to keep boxes for the figures at that point. So I pretty much have everything from then. Um, yeah. So I know that if I am done, if I want to sell something, I will sell it with the box. Um, and all the, you know, all of the, uh, the paperwork and all the other crap that comes with it. I know that, uh, um, friend of the show, Doug or not, uh, he, uh, he wanted a, a, you know, I think it was a Titans Return Blaster. Um, and he's, you know, he wanted it with everything it came with. And I said, well, I can sell you mine. I mean, I have the have it. It's got everything. It's got, I've even got the box. He's like, well, that would be great. And so I had to go and I had to dig out the box and I had to dig out all, because, you know, the figure, because the figure was in a different box than the box was in. So I had to dig out two boxes um, and, uh yeah, so I, I once I put them together, I was able to to sell them everything, and it was you know it was kind of felt nice to get rid of one, um, but uh, yeah, uh, <coughs> excuse me. I know that uh, there are uh, some collectors who really uh, you know uh, talk about it being very cathartic to get rid of it all, um, but uh, I don't know. I can't uh, I can't bring myself to do that. Um, I know that there are there's going to be a time when I'm going to want to get rid of it all. And, uh, and I'm going to want to do that with the boxes because in my head, it's, it's, it's worth more when it's, when it's got all of its stuff, you know, um, that's just how I kind of look at it when it comes to the, the higher price stuff, the third party stuff that, that stuff, those boxes, I have to keep those boxes. Um, so yeah, I still have all the boxes for all the regular retail stuff and all that. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it takes up an, uh, an awful lot of space in the house. Um, yeah. So I, I, my wife would be really quite happy if I got rid of it, but I, I, I can't bring myself to, we, I'm sorry. We're no help. <laughs> yeah, We've got, if we've anything, got no, an- if, if anything, we're a support group. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we've got no answers. Just, uh, just comfort and, uh, <laughs> And commiseration. <laughs> yeah, I mean, in our Discord chat, Wolf was suggesting that you should talk with Izzy and maybe do another show talking about that. Oh, that would be a good one. <laughs> yeah, why can't I let go of this stuff? Why can't we all let go of this stuff? Yeah. 
Why can't Charles open mm-hmm. his figures? <laughs> I think that requires a, um, us to all just kind of sit there and force them. <laughs> <laughs> Intervention? <Yes>. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Good luck, Jason. Hopefully you're, uh, you're able to get a handle on the boxes in your attic. So mm-hmm. let us know how it goes. And thanks for listening for so long. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we'll uh, we might we might hear from Jason again next week, celebrating our 500th episode. So, again, a reminder: if you want to, you know, get in on episode 500, send us a voicemail, and you might be featured. So, let us know. All right, that takes us to the end of this episode of Transmissions. Uh, as always, we end the show by giving a shout out to our masterpiece donatrions. Uh, so thank you again to John Forex Levengood and Demon Tech eighty two. We love you guys. Uh, thank you so much for continuing to support transmissions at our highest level on Patreon. We really appreciate it. And that'll do it for this episode. Thanks everyone for listening, and we will see you next time. Bye bye. Bye. Later. Thank you for listening to this episode of Transmissions. If you'd like to join the conversation, travel to our Discord channel at transmissionspodcast.com slash Discord. Want some cool transmission swag? Feast your eyes on our transmissions gear at transmissionspodcast.com slash shop. If you'd like to support our podcast, go to transmissionspodcast.com slash support or tell your friends about our show. We'll see you next time. Transmissions.